Dios este aquí, Virada. Viva Betness. Thanks for watching. Good night. on Rothfell right on a beautiful Windward Beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jeff's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving and a Christmas buffet. Take a tour of Jess Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure. Yokoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Jeff opens up Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Start out with breakfast, Jose's Mexican Omelet. How can you go wrong? Then jump over to Jose's Taco Tuesdays. Unbelievable, triple tacos, burritos, everything you can imagine. And then there's Friday, F-R-Y Day. And that whole parrot fish is waiting for you. And don't forget, Jeff's Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter, another personal favorite Greek salad, and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. Come to Jeff's Pirates Cove, open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. We'll see you there. standing on a beautiful white sandy beach. The sand, still warm on your feet from the sun's rays of the day. A gentle breeze is blowing through the palm trees and it softly caresses your face and body. The moon is full and the shimmering pale white moonlight showers you with its powerful moon energy as moonbeams dance upon the ebony waters surrounding you. As you walk along the beach with the waves gently kissing your feet and the ocean singing to you, you look to the heavens and you see the most wondrous brilliant star. As you gaze upon this twinkling star, you see it fall suddenly into the water, and in a flash of light, a beautiful, perfect dolphin emerges from that very spot. And in an instant, your heart and mind know that this magical being came to you from the heavens above. The dolphin calls to your language not of words, but of the heart. It is an easy, joyous communication, welcoming you to approach and enter the water. Excitingly, you do so, finding the water warm and soothing. As you greet one another and you look into the dolphin's eyes, you see the universe itself reflected there. You feel at peace and loved. It is a union and a reunion. You remember and you're connected. Such joy and love you have for your new friend and guide. You take hold of the dolphin's fin and she gently swims with you. You feel totally safe and protected as you both now go beneath the surface of the water, deeper and deeper and deeper. How beautiful this underwater world is. You could stay forever surrounded by colored fish, coral, sea, and plant life of every description. And in the distance, you see a crystal cave just for you, you and your guide, 
effortlessly glide toward this cave, so inviting. And as you enter the cave, you find it has many, many rooms of many colors. Red, orange, purple, green, blue, yellow. Each is healing, and you choose the color you need. Or you may choose to visit each room, like a sponge, absorbing the vibration, the energy of all the beautiful colors. You may stay here as long as you wish. And when you're ready to leave, you see that your dolphin friend has been patiently waiting for you, and now he accompanies you to the surface. You float silently upward and emerge from the water healed and whole. You bid farewell to each other, thanking this magnificent celestial being for her love and energy and for this healing journey. And in your heart you know that she will always, always be with you. Welcome to the Edge of Heaven talk show on metaphysics. Every Friday, 6.30 to 8 o'clock, metaphysics is really that area of philosophy which concerns itself with the nature and structure of reality. It deals with such questions as, are the objects we perceive real or an illusion? Does the external world exist apart from our consciousness of it? Is reality ultimately reducible to a single underlying substance? And if so, is it essentially spiritual or material? Is the universe intelligible and orderly or incomprehensible and chaotic? Third dimensional universe, folks, I think is pretty... Uh, um, polarities, of course, we're getting both the chaos, um, you know, and then, uh, of course, also uh, the orderliness of it all. It's quite a quite an amazing experience that we're all headed through in this uh, wonderful third-dimensional reality. Now, what would we like to do in, in talking a little bit tonight about defining spirituality. You know, so much uh, uh, people are beginning to realize um, that we're in these situations um, and, and this ascension's going on just by what we see and, and just by truth. The, the, the name of the game is truth. Um, all the truth is emerging. Um, you know, the latest, of course, within Bill Gates' life uh, as a, as a uh, Microsoft, um, you know, came really uh, that his behaviors, uh, I guess, were inappropriate to uh, to society. Uh, interestingly enough, how all this kind of works. But this truth, everybody, no matter who you are, this this truth emerges, and and what it does emerge. Um, it reinforces us to realize, of course, that this ascension is going on and the spirituality of, of our higher consciousnesses are, are experiencing uh, an awakening. You know, we're, we're finding out who we really are, a higher consciousness, just having a human experience. So, really, the study of spirituality goes deeply into the heart of every matter and extends far beyond the physical world of matter. You know, spirituality connects you with a profoundly powerful and divine force that's present in this universe. Whether you're looking for worldly success, inner peace, uh, supreme enlightenment, um, no knowledge can propel you to achieve your goals and provide as effective a plan for living as does spiritual knowledge. And this is kind of what the edge of heaven's been all about, you know, trying to wake people up to what's going on around them. So no financial or, or uh, societal uh, stature helps you uh, get ahead in life as much as uh, spiritual wisdom. Uh, no amount of uh, outer effort bears as much fruit uh, as understanding and flowing with the spiritual laws of the universe. Um, none of the powerful people uh, you know can connect you like the power of knowing your own self. 
your higher consciousness, knowing your own self, knowing that higher consciousness self, uh, just again having this human experience. No friend can love and guide you as much as that truly best friend who exists behind all friends, behind all enemies, uh, and in your very own higher consciousness. This is this uh, awakening to uh, to who uh, you are, uh, just having, of course, this human experience. Now, spirituality is a unique uh, topic to explore. This is uh, something, you know, we've been doing a pretty long time now, um, and oftentimes we can be talking about things that, that aren't really uh, comprehended uh, in the aspect of, of how it affects the individual who's hearing uh, what we're talking about. And the, uh, the beauty of, of it is that in time, with your own spiritual maturation and with this ascension that's going on, um, it becomes uh, knowledge. It becomes something that you, you can solidify and then, of course, use it in your life. Uh, the very nature of spirituality is that it reaches beyond the common material substances and therefore can't be properly uh, captured or fully expressed in words and form. It, it really is, is, in fact, this experience. Yet because the spiritual essence already exists inside of you, hearing the right words just may trigger your own awakening into higher perception. So that's what this is all about. What we're, what we're saying, pretty much you know, in a lot of aspects, uh, repeating ourselves, uh, but not to someone who's just beginning to understand what it is, of course, we're talking about. So perhaps the best way to discuss a spiritual approach uh, to the world, really, is to contrast it with a more common materialistic approach. So I'm going to do kind of a, a, a contrast here. So here's the materialistic approach. The materialistic approach relies primarily uh, on evidence provided by the five senses. What can literally be seen, heard, tasted, touched, or smelled. This approach depends on the outer appearances of things to decide how and what to think and feel about them. A materialistic person fixes whatever may be wrong or out of place in his or her world by moving things around and affecting outer changes. Okay, so a material person uh, is focused on, of course, these material items and, and putting them around uh, how they feel they, they should be used. Now, the spiritual approach, in contrast, the spiritual way is to see beyond mere outer appearances and the five senses to an intuitive perception of the causes behind outer conditions. Someone with a spiritual approach may change and uplift their world by first transforming and improving his or her own vision. So this is within the, the spirituality. Now the two can be used hand in hand. Um, the spiritual approach would gather material things and maybe would be used as tools uh, in an expression. Uh, or uh, in, a, in a trying to uh, get somebody to uh, experience uh, an awakening um, through through a, a material um, a catalyst uh, to be able to get somebody to listen to you. It's interesting. Somebody may may not listen to you, but maybe if you uh, are in a, a situation where there's a material good that's being shared, um, that could bring them into um, your audience, so to speak. So you can talk, um, you know, metaphysical things uh, at, at that time. So you you can interchange them, but you can see the difference. Now there's this lion cub. 
who thought he was a goat. Okay? Well, walking through the forest one day, a young lion cub became separated from his mother. Lost and hungry, the cub came upon a family of goats who took him in and brought him up as one of their own. Within a few months, the little cub even began to bleat like other goats, though it never quite could get it right. One day the goats were dining in a grassy field when a lion happened by. All the young goats went to hide behind the trees just in case the lion was looking for lunch meat. The big lion had already had his meal, but was sur surprised to see a young lion cub running off to hide with the goats. He went over to the cub and asked, What are you doing here with these goats? The cub eyed the lion nervously and replied, These are my goat brothers and sisters, sir, and I am also a goat. The older lion realized there was a problem here. What on earth makes you think you're a goat? The question confused the cub. Couldn't this lion see he was a goat? <clears throat> Nobody had ever questioned his goatness before. The cub became suspicious. Maybe this lion was planning to get him involved in some dubious scheme. Please, just let us be, implored the cub. Everything is just fine here with us goats. However, the lion couldn't bear to let this poor cub live on in such a delusion. After all, he was the king of the forest, not a lowly goat. Come with me, the lion said, leading the cub to a nearby stream. Look into the waters and see your true nature. The cub walked up to the water's edge. He had drunk from these waters many times before, but had never bothered to look at his reflection before breaking the water's surface. As he peered into the water, the cub saw his own majestic face and began to roar with amazement and joy. This is a great analogy for the predicament most people are in, not realizing their true identity. Many base their self-image on the opinions of others. So what you have to realize is this is the opportunity to see who you really are awaken to this higher consciousness and then you continue your life but it's directed by this higher consciousness and in this effort that it really includes the spiritual approach that can be especially powerful because the spiritual laws of this universe connect your personal vision with the world around you in ways you may not even imagined so one of the great gifts of spiritual knowledge is that it realigns your sense of self to something you may not have even ever imagined was within you, a higher consciousness, having this human experience. Spirituality says that even if you think you're limited and small, it simply isn't so. You're greater and more powerful than you have ever imagined. A great and divine light exists inside of you. This same light is also in everyone you know and in everyone you will ever know in the future. You may think you're limited to just your physical body and state of affairs, including your gender, race, family, job, status in life, but spirituality comes in and says, there's more than this. You're gonna live forever. You have all the knowledge of the universe. You live in truth. There's no gender. We're all equal. 
There's no judgments, and you're completely surrounded by unconditional love. Notice that the spirit sounds similar to words like inspire and expire. This is especially appropriate because when you're filled with spiritual energy, you feel great inspiration. And when the spiritual life force leaves your body, your time on earth expires. These are the two of the main themes of, of the spiritual journey, of course. Allowing yourself to be filled with inspiration, which also translates into love, joy, wisdom, peacefulness, and service. Remember, all the knowledge of the universe and finding you into this higher consciousness, that's when these great ideas come into you. That's where you get this unbelievable sense of knowledge and that you can communicate. Remembering that an inevitable expiration awaits to take you away from the very circumstances you may think are so very important right now. You're gonna die, <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I enjoy um, oftentimes is uh, living my life like I'm already dead. You're not really afraid of anything because you're already dead, right? So, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're fully aware of everything around you. And of course, every, every second, every blink, everything is so precious and, and so miraculous, um, you know, in, in that uh, awakening um, that you are able to find out that uh, you, you really have this uh, 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 ability um, to, to concentrate uh, right now on everything in detail. That's, that seems to be this great joy. Now, opening up um, with a spiritual view of life. An important practice in spirituality is to question what you really believe and to then apply those contemplations to your life. So, so contemplating. Contemplating is an interesting thing. So here are a few questions to consider right now. What if this world is a school for your higher consciousness, a place of learning and growth, that you are, in fact, rising above, and you have that ability in that, in that rising uh, to be able to see uh, that, that you're learning so much in this school? And then, what if the experience most people label as bad end up being some of the most precious uh, transformational tools you ever encountered? Remember the good and the bad, the bliss and the pain, um, pro-choice, pro-life, liberals, conservatives, it's all the opposites. So this is something your higher consciousness recognizes no matter what it is, it's good. It's wonderful. You're uh, ascending with all of these activities that go on in your life. What if true wealth is measured very differently than how the IRS would have you believe? True wealth uh, in your service uh, that we're talking about um, to where you're able to offer uh, this um, reality within yourself where you know you're experiencing peacefulness um you're you're ha in a in an area in, a, in an enlightened area of wisdom and of course you're you're embraced in joy and that you are love this is uh what you emerge of course into um and then of course the most important action uh, you can perform in this life is to expand your own awareness into the highest realms and the way that's done is by living your life you live your life 
and you're constantly rising with all these experiences, good or bad. And the nice thing is you see them for what they are. It's not confusing. Something bad in your life, you, in higher consciousness, rise to that and you respond to it in a higher consciousness mantra that's used. And that mantra is the strongest force in the universe. When things happen to you that you're not comfortable with, you understand why they're there because of the wonderful things that have happened in your life, and this is part of this balance, and your mantra for any other thought is the Gwaidza, 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 the love, 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 love mantra, the strongest force in the universe to give you the insight about what's really going on in your life and how strong you are with that mantra to fully realize that you're just going to respond to situations as a higher consciousness. You're not going to react as a human. That seems to be the big, the big lesson. So, um, where are we? In our own spiritual evolution, your own maturation, of course, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. That's something that, you know, nobody can take away uh, within an individual's awareness. It's exactly where they're supposed to be. Now, what does spirituality really mean? Um, the word spirit, spiritual, spirituality, really originated, uh, referred to, uh, to breath and wind, and first appeared in the 13th, 14th, and 15th centuries. Uh, this means that these terms weren't even around during uh, antiquity, when many world religions were formed. And nevertheless, uh, other worlds uh, uh, and uh, influenced e each other in, in the ideas of this growth, this, this maturation. And then uh, words uh, became available in cultures that define these things and these traditions throughout the world and ages really to refer to aspects what is now called spirituality and spiritual energy. You think about uh, uh, where we are in, in your own sense of spiritual evolution. What you do have to remember is everybody is in the ascension. Everybody's going through this now with what's going on on the planet Earth. And we're sharing that. It's just how much your ego is, is going to let you ascend. Because your ego is who you think you are. Who's in the mirror? What kind of car you drive? What your family name is? This is the human experience. You, in higher consciousness, with a whole new name that you've given yourself, gives that ability to really see things for what they are. So once that reality sets in and once you see what life is, then you want to make the best in life. You know, um, why are we here on this earth? What, what this whole game of life is all about? And anybody can do is to make the best guess. Will you choose to spend your time and energy on acquiring more money, power, beauty, love, admiration, success, nice house, good family, devoted friends? These are all fine ambitions. But if you propose adding spiritual efforts to this mix is also an especially good idea. Spirituality has an importance beyond all those worldly achievements. It reaches into the depths of creation, into a part of your soul, your higher consciousness, that's much greater than just your body 
or temporary circumstance. And remember, we always ask that question, what's the name of the mother of your great-grandmother on your mother's side of the family? And if you do know her name, what is her mother's name? We're certainly going to get to a point pretty soon where you're not going to know that person's name. And then, of course, you have to realize that in four or five generations, nobody's going to know who you are, anything about you, or anything you've ever done as a human. Higher consciousness? You live forever. You have all the knowledge in the universe. You live in truth. There's no gender. We're all equal. There's no judgments. And, of course, we're surrounded by unconditional love. So, remember, the main teachings of spirituality is to look within and find what you seek within yourself. The external world is temporary and ever-changing. In fact, your body will die one day, sweeping all those worldly uh, things that you've occurred away like a, a mere pile of dust. Your inner realm, on the other hand, is timeless, lives forever, eternal, and deeply profound, all the knowledge of the universe. When you get into that space, that's where the, the souls, uh, often the icon is little light bulbs going off. Well, those light bulbs go off pretty regularly, you know, in this realm. And that's where you, you pull these ideas and, and that's where you start formulating them within this material plane. So, the majority of men live without thoroughly conscious that they are spiritual beings. Not anymore, not anymore because of this ascension. This is what's going on, I'm telling you, this is truth. It's hitting the floor, you know, nobody can hide anymore behind any kind of veil. It's just not there. Wealth is often used to um, denote monetary success, but riches come in many different forms. One Indian prayer, uh, the goddess of wealth, to shower blessings in the form of intelligence, worldly enjoyment, success, worldly position, prosperity, liberation, and most importantly, freedom from the enemy of ego. Now that's interesting, the enemy of ego. Ego is who you've always thought you've been, like we mentioned, who's in the mirror, <coughs> what kind of car you drive, family name, this is all this temporary, this is what's going to be forgotten. So, you have to realize that your self-identification underneath your ego is limited. That's why being in higher consciousness, you've expanded into uh, eternity. People say that health is the greatest wealth, or that a good mind is paramount, or having loving relationships is what's really important. However, there is a prosperity that can only a small percentage of people attain. Their wealth is the experience of expanded consciousness, inner peace, and serenity that comes from spiritual awareness. Now, we talked about contemplation. Contemplation is kind of the beginning of this sense. You know, if somebody says, well, I'm, a, uh, I'm an atheist, uh, I go, hallelujah, somebody's thinking. You're thinking. That's what I like to hear. You're thinking. You've come to a thought process where you've developed something, and it's not just something that uh, you 
uh, have not recognized within yourself. So any kind of a higher consciousness, anything that you see as a, a supreme being or whatever is only going to come from experiences in that. But the aspect and the excitement is that you're thinking about things. That's that's the big one, that you, you have that ability. Um, and in this, having these loving relationships uh, as, as to what we know is often is what we can share uh, within this knowledge. So uh, the, the love is unconditional. So whoever you love the most, uh, you're spreading that love out throughout the whole world and it's giving, uh, uh, expands into the universe. Uh, that that's, is completely what you're surrounded by is this unconditional love. Whoever you love the most, you love everybody that much. Uh, is not opposed to the intimate love, but more is to the aspect of the integrated uh, love that we have within our mantras, uh, the guides, the guides, the guides, the love, love, love. Now, spirituality is about following your heart. Your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? awakens to the motion. There has to be an activity. Once you have that light bulb that goes off, once you see, yes, that's what I want to do. Yes, I'll, I'll, I won't get tired doing that. Yes, uh, I can I spend so much energy and so much time doing this activity. Yes, that's what I am. And that's the awakening uh, when you look inside yourself and you awaken to what it is that you feel that it's so important uh, to have in, in your life. Now, uh, um, we got, we're, I think we got about uh, 15 seconds into the CBS News. So we're uh, KGM and Aganyi Guam. We want to make sure we let everybody know where we are and who uh, this wonderful K57. Uh, Restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and every day that ends in Y. Your talk, your station, News Talk K57. lifestyle we live in, chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are not epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's to diabetics, even autism, are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet, nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk, giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. Stop by our office next door to Megabyte into Mooning or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355. Thank you.
Listen closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action and is committed to being an advocate for education. Asmuja offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program where students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early may attend Asmuja to gain those credits from a six-year WASC accredited school. They can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor and take control of your child's education by sending them to Asmuja to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. Asmujao is located in Aganya, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West O'Brien Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. Most unique place on Guam to visit is Jeff's Pirates Cove, located in Epantela Fofo on Route 4 right on a beautiful Windward Beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jeff's famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving and a Christmas buffet. Take a tour of Jeff's Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure. Yokoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, in his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Jeff opens up Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Start out with that unbelievable breakfast, Jose's Mexican Omelet. Can't say any more than that, folks. Jump over to Jose's Taco Tuesdays. Again, what can you say? I mean, Unbelievable. And then my favorite, Fridays, F-R-Y days, shrimp scampi, deep fried calamari rings, that fish and shrimp combo, and of course, that whole parrotfish. Unbelievable. And then jump over to Jeff's Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter. That's another personal favorite. Greek salad and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. Jeff is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 789-8646 for orders to go. That's 789-8646. See you there. Edge of Heaven message. People of the Mariana Islands, wake up to where you are. The most powerful Chamorro legend is called the Goddess of Guam. Late at night, there's an old man and old woman in their house near the ocean. There's a knock on the door and an old man and old woman are outside. Mylad Zimboka, they're invited to eat. The old man goes to get fresh water for them while the old woman starts cooking the vegetables with a small fish the old man had caught that day. They have half a glass of tuba that they give to the old man and old woman. They are so happy to be able to share with the old man and old woman. Well, the old man and old woman are God and Goddess. The God and Goddess tell the old man and old woman to climb the mountain in the morning. And as they're climbing the mountain, not to look back. When they reach the top of the mountain and they say to Isa, the rainbow, they can look back. Sure enough, 
early in the morning they start climbing the mountain. They don't look back. When they reach the top of the mountain, the old woman sees the Isa and they look back. The island had sunk and everyone was gone but them. The water recedes and the old man and old woman go back down the mountain. The god and goddess reappear and they tell the old man and old woman, there will be humans coming to your shores. And when they come, you teach them how to be human. People of the Marianas, teach the humans how to be human. Live long and rise above your challenges and save as many lives as you can. Catch the Edge of Heaven Fridays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. right here on News Talk K57. That's a, a 
what the what the world needs now. That's for that's for sure. Now now Jenny, you know, uh, uh, and and there's a there, there's a transformation. You know, when we talk about uh, the spiritual maturation and kind of waking up to to who you are, um, and in, in this. Um, uh, transformation uh, there's kind of different stepping stones that we can kind of uh, um, uh, identify so to speak you know it's like um, one of the first ones might be oh spirituality that, that it's even something that comes within uh, a thought process mm -hmm. you know an, an awakening at that level just just the word in itself mm -hmm. um, so you know in it we all through our our lives of course there's different things that happen to us uh, yeah. that, that we awaken to yeah yeah you know that's what it, you know what I've come to gather in my place and time here is that um, in reading from you know beings that have walked the enlightened path for a very long time, right? And what I gather is that these experiences that we have in this life is the very thing that we um, need in order to, you know, evolve in our spiritual path. To to have that uh, that that first step. Uh, often, first step, oftentimes, or you know, whatever induces yeah. even that much more. I mean, there's so yeah. many, um, there's so many reasons, right? Those are our people. Exactly. Sure, and sure. for myself, um, what I started to notice is that the harder the uh -huh. the heartbreak was for me was the the greatest lesson that I had to learn, right? And then no longer did I repeat certain patterns that contributed to you know a certain cycle. And once you have that that um, uh, awareness of uh, knowing what is it is that you needed to learn at that moment, then you, I find that I go on to the next um, you know experience in order to g g gain greater awareness of my true self. Right, and that's uh, oftentimes. It can be uh, a very heavy ne negative experience that might happen. You know, yeah, people yeah. You know, having a stroke or a heart exactly. attack or yeah. some kind of death the experience. Yeah, of, of um, the world of form, right? Right, and right. The human experience, right? And the, you yeah, know, yeah. Sure. And then from that, there, there's a, a, there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you start kind of trusting your intuition a little bit, yeah, uh, you get more friendly with yourself. Yeah, that that definitely can be something that occurs, you know, in your in a person's spiritual journey. I know I've had an intrinsic um, nature, right, of um, being very mindful about right. others, and especially underdogs, you know, yes, in society. Sure. Right? Sure. So my heart always um, felt for the underdogs, in, you know, of all beings, right? Right. Not just human beings. Right. right? We we'll always get the runt from the letter, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You hear that runt? Exactly. That's a lie, runt. <laughs> Come on, little, little runt king, you or queen, whichever. Yeah, that's that in itself is is a personal thing. What you you sense, I think, and, and this is one of the things, of course, that uh, uh, we can ad ad admire in people, especially now with the, with this ascension going on, is is the awareness of what it is you're supposed to be doing. 
you know, exactly. Are you, are you talking in terms of being in the now, present, or in your soul's purpose? Well, you know, if what it's it's entailed, uh, you know, once you know you uh, before you you're enlightened, you chop in the wood, carrying yeah, the water, exactly. and after you're enlightened, you're you chop in the wood, wood and carrying the water. water. So you so your forward. purpose. Once you have that sense, then you're pretty much going to do, if you're lucky enough, uh, what it is your heart uh, uh, wants you to do, your, your heart of hearts. Yeah, your heart work, not yeah. hard work. It yeah. takes hard work to do hard but work it's, but it's a lot not, of times. It's not, it's not work in the ass of, no, of, no, of, of the love of what it is you're doing. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a mission-based um, creative passion Right. that, you know, that, that, that um, everyone has within them, you know, as they get to know what it is that they vibe with, right? Right. And what they want to do. Right. And in, in, in a very um, inspired way. And that word inspired coincides with being in spirit, you know. Sure, That's sure. where it's derived from, being in spirit, you are inspired. Sure. And so when you're in spirit, you are being and doing your purposeful work. Right. Now, now for me, as an educator, mm -hmm. I remember at Osceola Elementary School, mm -hmm. the Seminole chief there, Osceola, and I had a, uh, an opportunity in a, as a third grader to go down and work with kindergarten students, kind of mm -hmm. like a future teacher kind of a thing. Yeah. And when I did that in the third grade and helped these little kids uh, learn their letters and their numbers and so forth and so on, it gave me uh, a sense of uh, maybe a value mm -hmm. toward toward the importance of that type of activity mm -hmm. to get the emotional reward that I was getting. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to work for my father in the summer times in the insurance business, was I getting the emotional reward from that activity that I was getting helping kids in school? And then when I was in high school, I went from Gainesville, which is a university town in, in Florida, to back to Daytona, and because of the university town, they were advanced in social studies and science. So my senior year in high school in Daytona, I was a teacher's aide for science and social studies because I had finished mm -hmm. it already. And so here I was again with my peers, mm -hmm. helping them learn how to do equations. Yeah. Well, that, that's you know, joyful the, work for you, well, right? That's heartfelt, yeah, yeah, heartfelt that's, uh, yeah, work. That's, that's right? what I'm getting to, oh. uh, to, to that aspect of, yeah. of how you find out this divine kind of plan mm -hmm. that you have set up for yourself exactly. and awaken it. Okay, so take and it. When you, when you say divine plan, we're talking about what happens in this room is, has, is already and ha is happening in this in the spirit um, right first yeah, first exactly. it happens in the spirit and then in, in the spirituality mm -hmm. in the higher consciousness mm -hmm. then it happens here that's what deja vu is exactly in this world of form right Correct. so so in that aspect of having uh, uh, two years at the University of Missouri mm -hmm. where I was you know studying uh, uh, business mm -hmm. yeah, well for just entry you know liberal arts and then getting it going to the school of business learning mm -hmm. accounting and, and all that you were supposed to do to take over my father's right. insurance business but, but, that, but that was that was um, how would you say it because there's mission-based work you know heart which is basically heartful work right right and yours was uh, in that realm of going into the in the business realm was 
not definitely in your heart. Well, <laughs> what occurred at the University of Missouri uh -huh. is I became uh, a director for a program uh -huh. for students to work with uh, uh, underprivileged children. Uh -huh. And of course, in that time, it was divided. The underprivileged children were in a black elementary school. And so I went around to all these colleges. There was Stevens College, there was Christian College, and there was University of Missouri to get students yeah. on Monday through Thursday in the afternoon and in the evening, yeah. two, two on each day, groups of students to tutor these underprivileged children that were designated. Yeah. And, and in this realm, meeting all kinds of uh, activism, all kinds of, of, of individuals with different kinds of thoughts about what was going on. But I knew this interaction was important for mm -hmm. both the student uh, from the university uh, and the awakening of the, of the, of the young person yeah. who, who's uh, um, underprivileged into in that d definition to, to continue to become. So that's when I told my dad I was going to go into the Air Force. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to pay for my college because I'm going to be a teacher or mm -hmm. I'm going to go into sociology wow. and, not, and not that. So Interesting coming from a you know, family of, you know, with, with um from, you know, a background, you know, family where, you know, monetary value is not even, you know, a, a thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that so was, So you went yeah. from that realm into social work. Right. you felt very full when you were... Right, my, my movements, yeah. uh, I got the greatest emotional reward from mm -hmm. the movements in mm -hmm. that activity. That's how I defined it, right? Mm -hmm. Because into that realm. So continuing, uh, and then of course in the Air Force getting sent to Guam, and then finishing up my college here at the university, and getting with the GI Bill, mm -hmm. getting my bachelor's, and then getting certified in, in special education, mm -hmm. that wow. I was able, you know, to forge 43 years here uh, with the Department of Education. God bless Right, you. and continue <laughs> to do it. It's not like something that I would stop doing uh, because of that long line yeah. of, of of, of movement the where yeah. I get this this emotional reward that gives it to my aspect exactly now, so I mean okay. you have that emotional reward it's what pretty much you know is part of what fuels you know our drive to um, fulfill the mission right. of our <coughs> of, 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 of our divine plan exactly right exactly. Now, now in your aspect mm -hmm. when did you like uh, start like cooking something that was uh, you know completely different than than your cultural talafofo barbecue uh, into that uh, realm of going into plant based or, yeah. or thinking that these this food here uh, isn't really something I should really be yeah. <laughs> eating yeah. uh, as as a divine plant yeah. because it's definitely yours. Oh, definitely. I mean, you have found that in your in my your background and you know my upbringing was definitely a major contributing factor to you know fostering that plant based realm because. You know, uh, um, there was a certain point in time where every um, majority of the things we were eating was coming from the land, right? And then it wasn't until like maybe um, you know th that time, junior high school, where I started, my family started to, my mom and dad started to um, uh, purchase processed food. Like okay, because before that it was just whatever was on the ranch or yeah, the eggs that you had, the rice, of and it, then your, your starches. And yeah, you have that. But then yeah. there's other things that you could bring in. The main parts, majority, right. but then you have the well, side, the main other components that you. 
Go ahead. <laughs> and the other component that, you know, you, you uh, complete a meal. Okay. Or purchased, you know. Okay. So, but, but we, you know, we had the ranch, and the ranch had a lot so of... Supplies that. Yeah. And so, so that's when you saw... A, Not everything. Uh, and so, so that's when you saw, when, when you started doing processed food, that's when you realized that you, you're starting uh, going... Yeah. You're, you go, you're, uh, you're, not, you're, you're not going to where you want to go. <laughs> What's really interesting is that it goes even further back when I was really young and I identified that my pet pigs were disappearing. And the reason why they were disappearing was because we were eating it, right? And when I was old enough to make that connection, that's when I had empathy for, you know, the, the animals. Yeah, exactly. That, that did it Always suffer. been an animal lover as young as I can remember. Right. Right. And so when I identified my food system at that point in time, as young as I was, um, I realized that I didn't want to eat any more right. Um, right. Uh, uh, pigs that are coming off the land, which yeah, was actually. a better choice health-wise for you because you right. know that where your feed comes from, right? right. And but at that time, I just uh, uh, rejected and opposed uh, sure. eating. Um, okay, so uh, uh, stuff is going there. How are we doing? We got a, a, a caller. Do we have a name with this caller? Yeah, we do. I'm uh, I'm uh, Toby's mom. Oh yeah, uh, hi. Forty-three years of of of, of solid gold. Uh, love, fair work. Thank you, Ray. Hey, thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, I got to teach your kids. Hey, I got uh, they got and they've got you, and you are very much appreciated. Mm. Very much. <laughs> well, thank you. No, that was uh, awesome. You rock. Uh, you definitely are awesome. Well, you know, I tell you, I'm only as awesome as this island I live on, right? For <laughs> 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 real. Well, right. you've got a good heart. Good. There's a reason exactly. for it, and it's real. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> sure. You know. Uh, um, it, yeah, Deborah's a, 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 a long time uh, um, close, uh, uh, bringing her her beautiful children, uh, um, you know, in, into uh, that, that classroom arena is, is mm -hmm. very uh, um, bonding, Heartful. so to speak. Yeah, Heartful I mean, we, we think we think of our teachers or yeah, people teachers really, yeah. we can remember, and what kind of bonding yeah. experience you had with them. Yeah, exactly, and that's another indicator that you're. It's a reflection of your. Of you, the real you. If you're really enjoying what you do, right? And 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 in into the aspect, always realizing that those polarities are going to be there. all the time. That, that's, that's, you're in the world yeah. of form, meaning right. this right. earthly realm. Yeah, the right. third dimensional it's reality. No reality. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's important for you yes. to realize, folks, that nobody gets away uh, <laughs> with with not having you know the bliss and the pain. Um, cosmic it, debris. We yeah, call it cosmic, cosmic debris. debris. <laughs> and it's, it's something uh, you you just uh, you know use your mantra, your love, 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 your gods, 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 gods. works out. For yeah, me. And, and just let yeah. it uh, uh, let it go through you. Exactly. You know, don't 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 spend time with it because you don't want to accelerate it or enlarge it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you just move it through you as quickly as you can. And then uh, for for you, Jenny, when, well, when let's you let's make an example of that kind of um, spiritual tool in terms of transcending that human experience. Like for instance, let's say, and I'm cleaning the house, and all of a sudden I drop, you know, I hit this expensive vase or a statue, and it fell and it cracked. Um, in the human realm of that spectrum, right? You can go either positive or negative, right? And you can say, oh, mother, father. You know, that really freaking sucks, right? And get mad about it and emotional and very attached. Or you can say, 
oh, good, I can go out and buy something else. <laughs> Somebody take the space, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah sure. Or I can jump down to the beach and see if I can... I'm going to go to Macy's, okay? Yeah, see what, see, what, see what I can find down on the exactly. beach, too, to, to put it in that same exactly. place. Exactly, go out in nature yeah. make something. Or, or, or you can give it to me. Exactly, and, and, and I can repair it. And I'll repair it. Until you can't I'll repair it anymore. I, well, then I'll soak <laughs> it in a, in a mold or something. But yeah, so... Yeah, so that's, in, that's one way of transcending. That's a very simple example. Right, as, as, as but are you going to re react or are you going to respond? Exactly. React as a human or respond as a I mean, do what you can to control the situation, right, you know? Right, But at the same time, if there's, you know, what can you do? Do you mm -hmm. want to respond or do you want to react? Mm -hmm. You have choices. So Just know there's, you're not, never left without choices. Right, absolutely. So, so in, in eating, when you started getting into the aspect of eating food uh, that, you know, was coming from the can, so to speak. Yeah, and, yeah. And, th and that started happening. Now, now what, what did you find yourself doing? Um, you know, I can just remember if you're hungry, you're hungry, right? I mean, I, sometimes I didn't eat, right? I go with one meal a day um, and just ate minimal, you know? Okay. Um, and ate what I did like a lot of. But I remember my dad would clear the land and I'd be so joyful because when he did clear the land, I was a little sad because he cut the trees, coconut trees down. But I was joyful at the same time because I was able to go and harvest the, the coconuts and, and drink it because that was one of my <laughs> yeah, favorite. Yeah, um, sure. Sure. Um, and then so your dad farmed. Yeah. And my dad farmed to, su to, to supplement the right. family income, right? Right. And so... Now, did you help, did you help in the... Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Watermelon, cucumber. He had seven kids, so he got a lot of help. Okay. And we were able to go to um, other farms in the... In the um, and, uh, and, and help out there yeah, too. And okay. Vice versa. And then they would come to, yeah, to and sure. harvest time yeah. and things. Yeah, that that's one of the things. A uh, uh, smoojow uh -huh. uh, in Dairy Road. You uh -huh. know uh, that area. The name of that area, like Legend or Kanata, yeah. and asking uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, um, Salas, Yablin Salas, you know, what Asmujal means. Yeah. And she said, well, Asmu is where uh, it's a group of farmers yeah. working together, like what you're saying, going to a ranch and then mm -hmm. going to the next ranch, right. the same group Asmu. moving around. And then Jahu is wake, wake, up. wake up. So exactly. wake up early and, and join the uh, group to yeah. uh, go, uh, you know, help Make out together. Make things happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> In uh, community. Yeah. And, and that's, the, 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 yeah. Well, and, and that's the activity, uh, again, you know, of, of, uh, of effort. Yes, exactly. So that, that's, um, you know, um, energy in motion. Right. Because everything is energy. And when you put, and, and where you're going to put that energy, it's in the manifestation of your realities that, you know, is the uh, reflection of that energy. Right, okay. As a result of that energy. So, so then when you started uh, um, in, in your life as a, as a single mom, uh, and you started in your, on your own, having your own place. Yeah, I just started so, to, like, you know, because that's, I think that's whenever I started my, in, you know, um, my uh, curiosity in terms of, like, you know, knowing that we have to eat more plants. I just instinctively knew that. I was always, like, hungry for more plants, right? Sure. And it resonated with my body, right? And I always even played scientists with my uh, experiment, used my vessel to, like, see how food resonates with me. Mm -hmm. No one taught me how to do that. But if you f I figure if, if food can make you feel good, you know, it can probably also make you feel bad, right? And so um, I started to, like, feel... Um, how I felt after eating maybe a regular, typical, high, you know, meat-intensive um, dinner. And I never felt good, never felt good eating meat. And so 
that's one of the things that I do to gauge my my what resonates with me. How you feel afterwards? Exa- yeah. yeah. And then and, and it's always been uh, it always has been going back to sure. lots of nice right. fresh. Well, I would always remember yeah. you know Vietnamese soup. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. But what yeah. is, what's your aftertaste? Yeah. You know, with with the, the vegetables and the things that are yeah. you know within some of those soups that were made, where you get introduced to food that you have this great aftertaste right. and that you feel good about, and you realize you know it doesn't have the meat in it. You know, mm-hmm. it has the, like miso soup as mm-hmm. with, with your seaweed. Yeah. But that's uh, something. So so in that aspect, as 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 you moved into that realm, um, there's there's certain things that, that you communicate. Uh, in, into the aspect as as a vegan, as a, as opposed to a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, now, dairy products. We know dairy products. Uh, Seventh Day Adventist. When you go to the wellness uh, detox group, the first thing they tell you is stop all dairy products. Mm-hmm. And and what what it seems as to what we see with dairy products is it makes phlegm. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're if you're you got a cold or something right. like that, you you create or even just naturally you have this phlegm that you don't need in your body. And it, it'll be exacerbated if you continue with dairy because right. it's a mucus forming right um, uh, food component. Right. So that's one of the things that, that sacrificed. But as as a as you sacrifice that you sacrifice. I never liked milk. I, as a young kid, never liked it. Okay. I, I, well, you I didn't have Hershey's chocolate syrup, did you? <laughs> never liked it. Well, I, if you took I would be if you sitting in the cafeteria at the elementary school, yeah. and uh, you know, I'd eat everything else, but I would never t- open up that Even milk. the chocolate milk? They, they, I they're, not, pa- they're passing out chocolate milk now. But, it, but I don't, I don't yeah. know what cellular uh, memory is as we you know, go from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. But there was just something about milk that right. Well, we're the, off the bat. Well, I we're the only species drinking milk from another species. You were the only ones that do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. So. Um, so yeah, never liked milk. So, so dairy was never. Okay, a so dairy was, was never a thing. Never but, but a you thing can see, me. you can see how, uh, um, like the the. Uh, the but it's really challenging well, for the, a lot of people. Well, the Western world. Exactly. Loves on freaking mac and cheese. Dairy well, component. That right? and then also you have you know your hors d'oeuvres, which yeah. is cheese and and a meat. Meat. Time, yeah. yeah, I know. I know people that have an addiction for cheese. That yeah. literally, they take the, the cheddar block and eat it like if it were like a Hershey's bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah that, but to, to that uh, to that extreme, right? Uh-huh. As, as to how we go. Yeah. So so we we know that, and then. So that's one thing, you know, within the vegan world, mm, yeah. and then and then the other one is this, the interesting thing, you know, that that, that you uh, communicate a lot. Uh, did it suffer? Yeah. Right. And and that's uh, uh, you know how how strongly uh, when you get into higher consciousness you protect life. Mm-hmm. That life is so dear, yeah. uh, you know, with, within uh, the, the scope of your perceptions, uh, because you realize uh, the immensity. Uh, of this creation, of of you know just 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 driving down and and seeing a chicken uh, with the little chicks following it, you know that that in itself is such an immense uh, uh, act of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when you really start you know f- yeah, focusing well, in, in in these moments. Yeah, because again yeah. the underdog concept, you know, especially you know animals that are strays. Animals that are suffering, you know, yeah, like in, right. in well, that's farms, uh, yeah, in and and those are the, uh, farms, yeah, right, 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 and and those are things uh, that you know we can only pray, of course, that that people 
um, you know, the, the small amount of people that say, oh, it can only be grass-fed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm only going to have grass-fed mm -hmm. uh, uh, this or grass-fed that if, in fact, mm -hmm. uh, they are, uh, you know, intaking in animals that, mm -hmm. that, you know, are grass-fed. But the aspect of did it suffer? Mm -hmm. So in, in the that, you know, in and in, 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 in culturally, here, especially in the Marianas, um, did that minyahak suffer? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, is that a zuzu trying to tell you something? You know, it, it, just leave it alone, kind mm -hmm. of a thing. Um, and and then you you go into a, a, a realm of okay, so if if I'm just going to eat plants, <laughs> if I'm just going to do this kind of a thing uh, into this aspect. What am I going to do differently? And and that is to me that's where your expertise emerged and made it different because of your sauces, because of you. No, seriously, you know, because being a biologist or seeing you know how to, how to measure and how to make it the same, right? And how important that is with your own taste that that sauce that you're putting on what it is is going to be the unique yeah. thing that's going to make that food uh, not be bland or not be all the things that people always said before oh I, I, don't, I don't like vegetarian because the food's so bland mm -hmm. or it's cardboard yeah. or, or you know I'm not getting a punch I need a yeah. punch I need some more protein where mm -hmm. am I going to get my protein kind of a thing yeah. and, and when you uh, are able to take the sauces and, and have those intertwine uh, with, with, you know, the vegetables, um, that that's what brings out this flavor and that, that magic of making uh, chicken keleguin uh -huh. that tastes like chicken keleguin, uh -huh. but it's not chicken keleguin, or, 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 you know, yeah. uh, the, the whole thing uh, yeah, of so having it. Definitely. You have yeah. to really know the, the palate. Well, know, well, that's what I mean, but, but more than that. In terms of your palate, yeah. your, you yeah. know, the herbs and spices. You yeah, know, the and, herbs and, and spices. Exactly, and... and, and knowing what sort of product you finally want and getting the process to that point, right? I mean, texture right. is a big thing for me right. as well. Right, As well as aesthetics, right? So it's it's a blend of all those, and of course the taste is a big factor, but it's a, blend, it's a blending of all those different um, elements that go into, you know, creating um, these dishes. Okay, so, dishes. so now, in, in eating these vegan dishes, now, ever since you opened up the shop, mm -hmm. right, it, and, and of course before that has been very strongly uh, uh, um, adapting to vegan all the time. You know, I mean to the aspect of, of, of not, you know, uh, eating fish or, or not, you know, eating... Yeah, we don't give any options. It's plants. Yeah, yeah. We only yeah. serve plants. I'm sorry, we only serve plants. Yeah. There's no animals, no dairy. It's 100% plants. Plant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Plant. So so yeah. in that, and being within that uh, discipline now, uh -huh. what have you noticed physically is different in you? In me? Oh, so I was you know, going back to what resonates with me is that I don't feel, um, for instance, gluten and meat, you know, is really something that in this, in my, I have, I'm, um, not allergic to. I'm just. I just have a mild sensitivity, probably, because eating both of those components really adverse makes me feel very um, imbalanced and in, in not feeling 100% well. Okay, now gluten. Explain like what the wheat. What the differences with the oats or the wheat oh, or the gluten rye. Gluten is comes from wheat, right? It's a protein, and um, it's something that it's. 
it's in wheat, but I think over time, from what I've been reading and what the professionals have been saying, is that the wheat from you know ancient grains way back in the day is not the same as the wheat that we have because, because of the genetic monosoto. Uh, uh, because of the you know the constant um, you know breeding and 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 over time and and it's gotten to the point where the gluten content is um, I, for, I forget the amount but it definitely is um, you know exacerbate uh, it's a lot more gluten uh, yeah, compared to I mean, I mean ancient grains. I mean some of these plants you can grow them in an old old uh, uh, shopping malls uh, parking lot <laughs> it's those you know it can grow but it but then again what's it, what oftentimes what's the nutritional value and, and that's one of the things they're bringing up now more and more uh, of, of, of the local war how important it is to have your own garden how important it is to, to, to make your own soil because the soil that we've been getting a lot of our stateside uh, has, has depleted its own minerals mm -hmm. and, and nutrients and exactly. consequently the plants don't have what they they the had previously. Yeah, exactly. and that's something you can do. And you can you can amend the, your soil lo soil locally. You don't you know, and um, you can do it in terms of uh, methods that uh, incorporate mulching and incorporates um, right. composting. Right, right. You know, proper aeration and all those other components. Mm -hmm. right. and, and really, uh, uh, make a bed that's uh, worthy. So let's take that uh, break, and we'll. Uh, uh, We'll have a, uh, uh, a whole bunch more of this Edge of Heaven stuff. What a deal. Chemicals from our modern society are driving a global health crisis. Serious health problems are not epidemic proportions on Guam. Over the past 10 years, health problems from cancer to Alzheimer's to diabetics, even autism, are all shown to be increasing at alarming rates, really impacting every family. With proper diet, nutrition, and an understanding of how the body works, we can minimize our risk, giving you the opportunity to live a healthier, happier, and longer life. At Island Strong, we provide the tools and resources to help you take charge of your own health. To find out more, visit islandstrong.com. Stop by our office next door to Megabyte Intimulin or call 648-9355 to speak to a wellness coach. Learn to live well with Island Strong. That's 648-9355. Community School has listened closely to Superintendent John Fernandez's call to action. 
and is committed to being an advocate for education. Asmuja offers a credit recovery program and an advancement program. For students who are lacking credits or are interested in graduating early, may attend Asmuja to gain those credits from a six-year WASC accredited school that can transfer those credits into the student's district school. Parents, please check your child's counselor and take control of your child's education by sending them to Asmuja to recover those credits that will guarantee the student will graduate with their class or graduate early. Asmujao is located in Inaganya, next to the Attorney General's old office building at 297 West O'Brien Drive in a three-story blue building. Call 475-9276 for more information. That's 475-9276. unique place on Guam to visit is Jess Pirates Cove, located in Epan Talafofo on Route 4 right on a beautiful Windward Beach. The menu is full of wonderful culinary delights, including Jess' famous Chamorro Fiesta Plate. Always remember that Jeff hosts a wonderful Mother's and Father's Day, along with a tantalizing Thanksgiving and a Christmas buffet. Take a tour of Jess Pirates Cove's unique local museum and keep an eye out for treasure. Yukoi, Guam's own 28-year survivor of World War II, is featured as a main attraction, showing his last 10 days on Guam and how he lived in the jungle. Jeff opens up Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Folks, you got to start out with Jose's Mexican omelet. Get that breakfast. Jump over to Jose's Taco Tuesdays. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're just going to go uh, uh, completely Mexican on Tuesdays. Then, of course, there's Fridays. Don't forget about those deep-fried calamari rings. Unbelievable. What a treat. And then, of course, there's just Mediterranean Greek menu with a gyro platter. Another personal favorite, Greek salad, and a list of appetizers that will only increase your appetite. Come to Just Pirates Cove. Open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 7 Eight nine eight six four six for orders to go. That's seven eight nine eight six four six. We'll see you there. folks so here we are in our uh, uh, transition uh, in, into plant-based foods you know um, uh, leaving anything processed uh, and, and seeing um, uh, an activity um, now in your uh, self you know you can start out within within your mind you know uh, in the reaction of, of having this longevity you know, a year and a half, you know, of, of creating the food that you're doing at your restaurant and, and getting that out to individuals who have, are like-minded, you know, feel that this is something. Um, so so in, in your own self, uh, what have you noticed um, within this discipline, within yourself? I, 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 guess, I guess it's just, have you seen any change? 
Yeah, for sure. I realize the more that I'm in the food business, the more that I enjoy not eating. <laughs> wow. I, I, what I mean, I love food, don't t- get me wrong, but I really do like fasting. Yeah. I look okay. forward to fasting. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see, what, what <laughs> fasting does, and then what we always admire, you know, especially with, with Joseph just doing 50 days, mm-hmm. the, the act of eating socially and then the taste, mm-hmm. missing the taste, because orally, you know, you start out with your mother's breasts, mm-hmm. right? You know, so it, it's it's a suckling mm-hmm. uh, kind of a thing that you know our our our, it's our nature. It's our nature, <laughs> absolutely. It, it's, it's our survival. Yeah, it's our survival. Mm-hmm. So in fasting, when you when you've completed your fast and you're doing your your bone uh, marrow soup or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you how you or, or you're, you're raw, you're raw, you're coming back in raw. You used to. <laughs> no, I don't. What was that you used to make for somebody else? I for, guess. Right? Yes. For, for somebody else. Sick. Yeah. For somebody who's sick. Yeah. Okay. So, but you come back in with uh, 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 something raw. Uh, and right, raw. What do you come back in with after your fast? Raw, probably. Okay. You know, okay. Soups, brothy soups, you know. And so that taste is unique. That's that in, invigorates uh, because you haven't you've fasted, so you've been without taste. Uh-huh. What I'm trying to get to is is to the aspect of of getting after fasting. How do you and what's the difference uh, about tasting food? Do you, do you see any difference? No. No, I not at all. No, so no. it's not like something. Because I'm not attached for. to food, Randy. Okay. You know, so I mean, yes, it tastes good, but I don't. Um, you go back to it as if it were just, just a flow. You know. Sure, sure. And but I- I into the, uh, the the sense of it, do you have uh, like something favorite? Um, you know, cold like cold watermelon, probably. Cold like watermelon. Cold watermelon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And but not bone marrow soup. No, but I mean, I remember you used to make that. Well, no, you used to make it for other people. Mm. I remember being on the stove, and you would make it for customers, and because they were going through uh, some kind of a a medical challenge, and then and you, this was something you prepared, and they they requested, and this is something that you knew would Mm. be something to assist them. That's what that's what I remember. Mm. But what I'm in 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 having a, a watermelon fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did now, watermelon fast. Yeah, we've done now. How did you like it? Well, like I said, you know, a watermelon fast to me, uh, and whatever fast that we're doing together is always something that I enjoy, mm-hmm. because you know, I'm I'm I fast. I've I've done uh, many fasts, and it's something that it gives me uh, a certain uh, accomplishment mm-hmm. of, of self. We're always happy. Well, we made it. You know, you go, oh, Rand, you made ten days, or you mm-hmm. made fourteen days, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that you know. Uh, Reinforces, you know, my thought. Okay, good. I'm a good boy. You know, I'm I'm making sure I'm uh, um, I'm I'm following something that that you feel important about. So following something I feel important about, and it's the detoxing. It's getting rid of of whatever may be in us. Well, how do you feel? Do you get attached to food? What was your? Do you look for look forward to like a juicy? Well, we always steak? we always joke. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what we always joke about is how many food advertisements there are or how many times, you know, you see that food emerges in our daily life um, that because we're not eating or it's not something we didn't notice before because it's not something that's that's giving us a, a sense of uh, uh, yearning for. Uh-huh. Uh, the only thing that I see personally I know, I know that is you, the taste. Well, I know that you probably, um, visual, when you watch, TV and the 
the food ads drive you bonkers, right? Well, I mentioned them. You know, I <laughs> mentioned. I said, look, yeah, because there's there's so many of them. You know, but I've never noticed it <laughs> because before because you're going through a fast. Because I'm going through a fast, yeah. And, and of course, your senses are de right. desiring. That's getting yeah. your attention. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's their job to do mm -hmm. as an advertising to, well, you're to get hungry. my attention. Well, no, I'm not hungry talking. because I, after the second day, I'm not oh, hungry. Heard. It's the taste. Oh. It's just having the taste. Whether or not it's a salty taste, whether or not it's a bitter taste. You look forward to tasting. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, absolutely, because I eat slowly. You know what's I eat slowly, you know what's really and funny? when I eat slowly, uh -huh. what happens is I, I mature into the taste of the mm -hmm. food. Okay. And that's something that I know is important for, for myself and, and, and for my, yeah, no, I, I said myself, sure. in that digestion, uh, you know, and, and that, so that process, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Uh -huh. You know, with all of the different tastes that uh, has emerged from plant-based mm -hmm. foods. You know, it's so funny. A friend of mine um, who um, did a fast, a really short fast, and she one of the things that she missed, and she really liked it because she experiences the same thing. You know, the high energy and what have you. But the one thing, because she's such an extrovert, the one thing that she did truly miss is not even the taste of the food. It really was the socializing part of the food. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the one thing that that she felt. She felt that um, leading a lifestyle that's, you know, incorporating pl uh, plant-based for her would be really hard because she's surrounded with... Myelin Zimboka. Yes. Myelin Zimboka, Myelin Zimboka, Myelin Zimboka every day, all over exactly, the place. Exactly, right. Sure. And, uh, and so she tried it and, I, and, you know, she did it and she, she continues to incorporate it in her... Daily yeah, routine. no, there's a lot, a lot of discipline, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, I but she didn't miss the social aspect yeah. of eating. Yeah, and or you, you so think what about she did was lonely. She said, <laughs> <laughs> and that's good for introverts like well, me. Yeah, well, you know, if you can, if you can find something. Uh, often to challenge even the fruits and stuff that are, they're not local, right? Um, you know, but in in into our our quest, you know, getting back to to your to getting into higher consciousness, that. The, the main rule is to take care of your vehicle, take care of the body. Mm -hmm. So you have to eat well. Yeah, because your avatar, yeah. right? This is right. what you know, the spirit dwells right, in. Right, as well yeah. within this vehicle. Exactly. And so eating well, getting enough sleep, mm -hmm. exercising. Quality uh, of your food. Uh, right, of course, sure. of course. To, to give you, uh, you know, uh, the, the ultimate life experience uh, in the physiology of mm -hmm. it, right? Uh, because remember, you're still going to have the balance. There's going to be good things. There's going to be bad things. But the big one that, that we can only proceed and, and, and pray for, of course, is that within our ascension, it seems that plant-based diets uh, are, are a big plus in helping with ascension as to where eating meats or anything that suffers or anything like that can hold you more terrestrial. Um, yeah, I guess is, is what yeah, I'm getting the to. energy, right, the uh, right. animal suffering. There's no judgment. I'm just talking about living, living in this Western realm that we're living and we have choices. And so I choose to, you know, eat plant-based, right? And so um, with animals that suffer as they're being, you know, butchered, what have you, um, May transfer into the food. It's low, 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 low vibing energy. Right. right. We want right. to talk about energy, and um, everything's in moderation. If you're going to consume meat, I always suggest mm -hmm. you know consume um, grass-fed. Yeah, and, and, and make sure that that, uh, that moderation yeah. is the key. So, do you think we got? We can do a little bit of a kiss of life. We got a couple seconds here. We can. Uh, I can dedicate it to my beautiful wife, and we're so happy she's here. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> we can find that guy. I know. Leo's my star. 
He's our He's our our, our salvation. It's uh, um, something you know, and, and and dedicating you know, of course, to you, Jenny. You know the that 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 you give so much. I don't know if this is a something that we're exciting. This is such an exciting. Episode. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. So let's listen to this, folks. We got about a. Uh, less than uh, uh, 20 seconds here. Um, folks, the strongest force in the universe, your mantra, your very own mantra, whatever language your mom speaks in, uh, repeat it whenever uh, whenever you'd like to uh, get closer to, uh, to heaven. Love, 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 love.